0: good evening everyone welcome to this latest Indic book club uh uh uh, what do we call the series well we'll call this uh, the the writers open house with otis and uh uh, you've been sending in your pieces and otis has been reviewing and sending them back and we cover them in more detail otis uh, covers some of the finer points of writing and gives us critique in this session so uh you all know the drill by now. You know, you send in your piece uh, 750 to 800 words uh, in the prescribed format. And uh, uh, yeah, I like that. Rama suggested write better with Otis. So yes, we'll uh, we'll call it that. The Indic Book Club write better with Otis series. And uh, uh, keep your, your submissions to 750 to 800 words, double space, Times New Roman, font size 12, send it as a PDF. It just makes it easier to mark up and send back. And there is a WhatsApp group also uh, where you can join in for some of the other discussions. Uh, <clears> and uh, I will share the link uh, for it in a little bit. And uh, this is going to be a, a WhatsApp link. So you can join by clicking on the link. Once the session is over, I'm going to reset the link. So do make sure to use that link in the next 90 minutes to join. And, uh, Towards the end, once uh, we are done with this, as I was telling you, Otis, uh, uh, Aditi, and uh, Shivu have some thoughts on how to structure the feedback the sessions for the anthology. So we'll spend a few minutes uh, covering that. And, and with that, I will turn it over to you.
1: Okay, thanks. Uh, we could also think of it as like how to get old pesky Otis off my shoulder saying blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We'll
0: call that unofficial. So we'll, like, <laughs> we'll call that
1: unofficial. Yeah, like, uh, I've had so many students. That's all I want. I just want to stop hearing your voice saying, Mother, well, uh, you know, can I get rid of that? How can I get rid of this obtrusive Otis in my consciousness? Um, uh, we have uh, three pieces. Uh, this week and i'm really looking forward to them i'll start with a uh, rich um I have a heartfelt apology to i i actually got this work so long ago and um it <clears throat> i i'm not legit not my thing so um somehow the email didn't the the document didn't go to my note my notability program where i make my marks and so i did but you, rajesh I, I want to apologize for that uh, um no, and right. i hope that you got it rajesh are you here yeah i'm here can you hear me yeah i'm here, here yeah i can thank you
2: yeah
1: um so uh, rajesh what tell us about this piece um This is about um,
2: a very little or less known hero in the Mahabharata war, called as Malyadwajan. There is two settings for him. One, when he was was a youth, apparently his father uh, is killed in a battle with Krishna. That's the setting in the beginning. And then he also fights on behalf of the Pandavas in the Mahabharata war. Um, so there is a situation where he has to again meet up with Krishna um, before the war commencement. That's the later part of it, but the initial part describes and, you know, the tragedy of losing his father in the in the battle with uh, with the Yadavs. Yadav is the um, as you might be knowing, the the you know army of uh,
1: Krishna. okay great um so uh this piece uh you know i think have, um you know another, another conversation a little bit of point of view and also about uh driving the story with the characters actions so uh, one way to think of it is dynamic event I mean the the reason <clears throat> the reason people go to stories rather than reading, let's say flat history books. Okay, we we understand that people do read history books, right? So some people read history books. Everybody, <laughs> or we have these stories that just you know they 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 really capture our interest. I guess I have a theory about why that is. And the, the, that has with the fact that stories represent a conflict that's shown in dynamic action. And what that means, and I, I really, I've been so reductive with myself because I try, because I aspire, you know, we talk about writing better than me. I also want to write better than me. I want to write better all the time. I want to write the best works that I'm possibly capable of. And because I want to do that, because I'm not really talented in any way, <laughs> I, I have worked really hard to try to understand what makes a story good, and then I try to do it. You know, this is, this is my way. I, I, wish I, was, I wish I was talented, but instead I'm just a talker. What dynamic action means, basically what drama is, is this conflict. And what conflict is, is two things. This reduction for myself. I just try to keep it simple. If I don't keep it simple, then I'm sort of like, well, stories seem to be all sorts of different things. I don't really know what they are. I don't really know what they are. Then how can I possibly be productive? A conflict... Me, to about two things. This is relatively common. You'll see a lot of places. We basically frame patient majors, PR people, kind of people will talk about framing something. And in the story we do is we frame conflict two things, two oppositional forces. Those two things coming into contact with each other in our frame creates, it basically makes the reader feel something. That's the arcing. It makes the reader feel something. So it's not, it, and it basically makes them feel tense. That's the emotion that we evoke in stories, tension. And throughout our story that we basically just engage two emotions with our reader. We're not, not really other emotions. These are emotions that are felt in the body of tension and release of tension. So we have the, we have sort of conflict between these two forces and then we might have a B story in which relax that tension for a little while. Then we come back to the tension. So we having a. a more relaxed moment relatively because if you just kept the reader tense the entire time they would be exhausted by the end of the story it's also a monotonous experience and I would create an experience we do not create a monotonous experience but we create a magic experience in a kind of rhythm, tension release tension and release i'm bringing this all up because i want to get back to this idea of point of view so for writing a story we want to i i am going to suggest to you there's a reason not to do this this is this is i bring this to my own work too and i try to be strict I like to write all sorts of things, really good typist, hundreds of words a minute, basically. But there's no room to wait. Get on the page as quickly as you can. What are the two forces? Hmm. So um, we call these two forces the protagonist and the agonist. Those are just names. They're just names that we give these two forces, okay? So, and the protagonist can be anybody. The antagonist is everything that's thwarting the protagonist. That's the conflict because that's what we're framing. We're framing the protagonist as they try to advance some kind of interest, their action, and it gets thwarted by the antagonistic forces. Point of view is basically seeing story. So really say, remember I say two, a conflict? A conflict is just two things, right? My two fists. But the protagonist is just one of them. Point of view, basically the reader know who we're rooting for. It doesn't mean they're good. It doesn't mean that they're heroic. It doesn't mean that they're better than other people. It just means that we're seeing the story their perspective. So, uh, Rajesh, and then and all of us, this is, you know, what we do is we, it seems to me, writers, is that we, we go by our instinct and we go by our passion. And we, you know, we don't, we don't even have an articulate reason of like, I, I don't know why in the story of this person or this person or this person. I don't know, have any idea. So I just start writing it. After I write that first draft, though, I want to start thinking about what my mission is with the reader. Like, what do I do with the reader? I've, I've engaged in my passion, gotten the story of this character on the page in some form. And that is a very good start. Now I want to say to myself, how do these words work? Because basically, when we're writing something, all we're doing is reading events, we're sequencing things. Right in order. And so how can I sequence these things? How can I put the words on the page that the greatest effect for my reader? The first thing that I want is I want to put the comment on the page. I want to represent a protagonist and an identified antagonist. Right. That conflict creates both attention and that makes them wonder this all important, this is, this is the, this is the issue for writers, what do happen? That's what a story, is. a story is driven that the reader wants to know what is going to happen. They can only wonder what is going to happen if two forces are presented on the page does that make sense i i feel like i i i i <laughs> want to be honest i've i've been in this process of trying to write stories for a long time i think you know i don't know why i you know i want a writer i wanted people to you know, say Otis, you're a good person or something like that, people to like me. But I've driven to try and write these for such a time. And I don't like you know, in its way, I don't like what I have to do in order to write a good story in anyone. Um I just I can't see any way around it. So um Rajesh, does that does this start to make a little sense? I So in the beginning of this, I really like this character. I really like his issues. Um, Like to see um, his point of view established and I would like to see what forces he's battling against so that I can understand that possibly. And then that is going to be the, that's gonna be the thing that drives me to wonder what's going to happen to reading. As I continue reading, I'm gonna encourage everyone who's writing a story to continue to frame, this is the story. The story is the actions of protagonist against the forces of antagonism. That is the focus of the story. So we might see if we, if we just burn that in head. Going to story, is not that advantageous continuing to keep this tension on the reader does that does that make a little going to other characters other characters is not advantageous because it's story framed we're writing something short we should try our best, our very best to be as focused upon that story, actions of characters. Um, that's so. a Couple, you know, I, I make marks here. Um, we want to show things as much as possible. What what I mean is, rather than tell about things that are happening, show characters in. Action. Characters and action is to our work. We basically want to write words, like a little move in the reader's brain. But we also want that to be located there. And that's what we call point of view. So we want that to be fairly well established So I say show a couple of here. And then I have this in. question. Um, so I just, he was about this poll. But what I would encourage everyone to do is to really try. It's great to get a first draft, but now really try and think about what is the what is the protagonist doing to what what do they want? What are they doing to try to get it? That is fundamental to the story. And then they are trying to get it, and their battling forces are not letting them get what they want. That is the fundamental story. Um, Rajesh, does that, does that make a little bit of.
2: De- definitely. It makes a, uh, makes a lot of sense. And uh, it's,
1: it's valuable. Like I, I'll rework on this. Uh, yeah. You know, see what we're talking about, you know, like it's very funny, you know, like I think about this, Rajesh, like, when we go to school, <laughs> we're forced to read a lot of things, right? <laughs> you know, um, uh, I always like picking on Ashwani but Ashwani knows. I mean, he was forced to read so many things in school, and we don't have anything about it. We just have to read it, and we're like, why? But we're not trying to write those things because we don't have teachers or principals or grades None of those things are gonna be there anyone read what we write, none of them. We don't have any of that support. We have to write something that someone opens and they cannot put down. That's what we're trying to write. Trying to write something. I mean, to me, that is such a great aspiration. If we think about it that way, like, this is what's driving us. I mean, many times with like what, what we're trying to do is, is we're trying to, I'm sorry for the aggressiveness of this phrase, but trying to grab the reader by the throat and not go. But, but it is apt in its way, right? When I talk about, right? we're And it's tense. And then we relax a little, but we don't let them go. We don't let them go. And then we and then we don't let them go. We just let them breathe because we need to keep them around. We we don't there's no benefit to just having events and then expire. So we're doing this back and forth. This is really our drive. Um, and I can be I it was for me, it was a difficult, it was a difficult transition for me to be like well, why can't I ring and, and people will just read? I, I don't think that that really, people are not really like that. Um, they have to be really engaged. There's so much to do in, in, in the world that really get them, grab them, and keep them engaged. And we do that by influencing feel. Hmm. We make things and to do that, we have to put the words on the page to present this conflict. We have to keep it focused. And we cannot, I want to say, waste their, we can't waste their time with things that are not part of the reader's experience of tension and release and finding out what's going to happen. It's, uh, I, I... I'm really sharing with all of you <laughs> my own my ownings, right? I'm, I mean, I'm sharing with you, you know, come Eve and what's the way I do my work. And it is, I don't always like it, but I think that it, that it makes sense. And I think of the aspirate that I'm setting is incredibly high. And we're not necessarily, we're not going to get it. And we're not going to get it with buddy and we're not going to be 100 percent successful. What we're doing as right is we're aspiring to this. And that's I think that that's a great way to, to write and a great way to try and live. We're aspiring to it, and we're, we're not looking for perfection. We are just we're, we're the absolute best that we can and um, and that drives us. Rajesh, this is a, a a great story and, um, yeah, I look forward to seeing the, the real. Sure, Otis. Thank you. Uh, Thank you much for submitting it. And again, I'm so sorry that I lost it in my, I really apologize.
2: No problem. Thank you. Thanks for the comments. It's valuable. Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Thank you, Rajesh. Um,
3: um,
1: Madhavi, are you here? Yeah, hi. Ah, hi, how are you? I'm
3: fine. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, uh, Madhavi, tell, tell us a little what you've been doing with this, so that in case some people are not familiar, we've we've read it a couple different times, right?
3: Yeah. yeah
1: we've been true. working on it, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your revision process? Actually, I'm curious.
3: Okay, uh, this write-up is about Shala. She is uh, Kaurava's yeah. sister and uh, Arjun's cousin. Uh, this is the story of the day when Arjun had vowed to kill her husband. So, what so, are yeah. the emotions she goes through uh, during that uh, span between sunrise to sunset is essentially the story. So, first oh, of all, yeah. this is my third revision uh, third so far. My third revision so far. So, right uh, and,
1: and how how is your ang- how, how is your anger level at me personally at this point? <laughs> is it like here? is it where where is it?
3: No, 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 It's <laughs> nowhere near that. Uh, I'm enjoying this
1: process. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, but Javi, I want to say that I think that this revision is really good. Thank you. I mean I, and, and and the reason I want to kind of put you on the spot is I'm wondering if you felt something different, writing it in a way. Because you are writing it in her point of view now. You're in point of view. So In terms of your writing, this is, I mean, maybe it's my devilish side. What, what, how, does does it write like this than it did to write, like, for example, in the first draft?
3: Sorry, your voice is breaking.
1: Um, I'm just wondering, like, if you appreciated the difference when in this style as your previous style.
3: Yeah, true. It does uh, give more substance and more weightage to the character. So I definitely like this idea better. Earlier, it was more of a storytelling from my point of view. Like, she must be thinking like that. Now it's her, the character speaking what she
1: thinks and what she wants to do. Okay, so I, I, I get this way, I talk about writing, I get like the little tingly, voice. but like the way I would cast it a little bit is you writer are imagining her. It's a, this is the act of imagination. When we write, when we write, you know, when you, like in your first draft, it was you writing it, right? Mm-hmm you making something right a little bit that's you making this thing but imagine her you being her right that's that's the writer imagining being her i'm i'm bringing it up because this is sort of like the writer's drug you know, this is like the thing we love—the we love act of imagination, of other people in other situations. This is, this is why we do it. You know, to to be other people. Uh, to, I mean, you could call it a fantasy or whatever it is. It doesn't mean that 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 the fantasy or the imagination that it has to be pretty or, or nice or any of those things, but it's an act of imagination. Yes. where we transport ourselves from our present place. And now we go into this historical time and we're writing the words that help us. We setting, we have actions. We have the, the we, we become, we go into the body of our character in a sense. And we see the world from their perspective. Yes. I just go back to, I, I believe that that is once, once, <laughs> Madhavi, I I hope that it's the case. I'm not dating, but it's like once you get a tape, very hard to give up. So, anyway, powerful. So, a great revision. So, when I, Dushala woke up tired despite a good night's sleep, maybe that was the ongoing war between her 100 brothers, five Pandava cousins. She reflected. You're keeping it calling it the great war of the Mahabharata and the other chaos and sheer magnitude of the destruction was taking a toll on its mental health. She was different, she thought. So I don't know if you remember Madhavi or if you were there, but a long time ago I said, what is it that we know about the reader? So this goes along with what I was saying to Rajesh about the conflict. Okay. So the, we're putting on the pages conflict, but what do we know about this reader? Like, if I'm saying I need to grab my reader by the throat, and let them go. Um, I have to know sort of how to do. That. You know, what does it want? What are they? What are they willing to be engaged in? Why don't they just break break free and or punch me in the face or whatever it is going to be? What the reader wants is they leave their life behind and they want in to another world this is what i believe i don't want to do the dishes i don't want to clean up the yard i don't want my car in to get the tires changed i want to go into another world where i can feel things and be involved and go through an experience going to be to me and not do those things. I, I'm essentially being an escapist. When I read the beginning here, because because that's what you have done. You write in the point of view of this character. You have left your world and you have gone into hers. Now write it from that perspective. When I read, I leave my world and go into her world. We're working together you're doing what I want you to do and producing that I want because I want to escape my world and go into the world and have her experience I don't want to experience my experience is banal boring confusing you know all these other things these emotions I don't want I want to go into this and I and I feel that way you do it and you do it consistently throughout this entire piece. It's very good. Okay, so not for you all to think that I can only praise and not ever criticize. I want to balance this out a little bit. <laughs> so this is this has risen to so risen to what I would say is the first level. This has risen to the first level. It is achieving that first thing that we want to achieve, to take the reader, to pluck them out of their existence and put them in their existence. That is extremely powerful. That's number one step. Now, above that, to have the action take place, dynamic things that I was talking about, create release, tension release, to start to create a rhythm in the story that takes the reader on all the proverbial roller coaster. The emotional roller coaster is well expressed. Okay, that's what it, it goes up, right? When a roller coaster goes up, we're like, <laughs> go down, right? We're tense. It we start going down, however, we start to relax, and then we're up, and we're relaxed, and then we're up again, and we're tense, and we're down, we're relaxed, we're up, down. Right, that's the emotional roller coaster, and that is exactly that e- express exactly the kinds of emotions we want to bring out in the reader. To do that, we create conflict, and then we off that we don't resolve conflict, we ease off it. Right, when you when you think of the roller coaster, right? I'm going up the first hill, and go down to the bottom the ride's not over, right? I don't, re- resolution only happens at the end. We have a, as human beings, not to like tension. People don't like tension that much. We like to resolve tension. We come up, someone gives us a problem, we come up with answers, right? We don't say, people don't come up with problems say, well, that does sound difficult. We don't say that very often. We try to answer the problem. We'd like to end difficulty, but as writers, no. As writers, we have to become comfortable tension. And we want to extend that tension. And we only retention tension at the end of our story. But that's that's a little long way of saying now you have us in this You basically have put us on the roller coaster, right? But Javi, maybe this this works. You put us on the roller coaster, and I'm on it, and I'm going like this. That's great. Okay? I'm on the roller coaster. Now you need to make me go like this. Does that make sense? And we do that through character action. Because the protagonist acts to get what they want. We have to understand what she's willing to do to get it. The way a story works. Um, who? Uh, I think it was Roms about the, uh, the woman who um, she had sex with the mother or something like that and then it was like, engaged think, in a certain yeah. so that's a very good example of a of a character, as we discussed at that time, of a character wants the the issue of this is not that a character wants something. The issue is what do to get it, and the story is basically escalation of what they're do to, get it. and Rom's story is really a perfect example of that. She did one thing she fails. She does nothing that's escalated, she fails, etc. That's a very good shape of a story. You're challenged then, Mojave, to find those actions to create the role. So the role is really going like this. Right? It's, it's going like this. It's, I mean, it's, it becomes more and more intense, and um, that's that's the thing to go here. So right now we're there. I am a ride and I am with you. That is a tremendous accomplishment. Now we need to create the shape of tension and release of that emotional roller coaster. The fact is, from my point of view, okay, Madhavi, I can I can tell you're with animosity towards me, but it's worth. That's a joke. <laughs> but it's worth every effort to do this. I mean, this is our calling. I mean, I'm going to be passionate, about it, but this is our call, right? We want to create this story experience for the reader that they can, they get on a roller coaster and not get off and they do not want to get off. And even when it's over, they want to ride it again. This is what we want to do. And you are well on your way to the story. So well done.
3: Thank you. Let's hope I can keep up the tension.
0: Uh, Otis, I have a question engine, here. Engine. I have a question yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I think there's a delay. No, 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 no. So uh, so you, so, uh, how to put this? If you're talking about a short story of maybe a couple of thousand words or so, you know, the the roller coaster, the curve of, you know, the ups and downs are fairly easy to think through in one's mind because it's a short story. But when you are talking of a longer one, you know, maybe a novella, maybe a uh, full-sized, full-length novel, 60, 70,000 words, how does... uh, one go about the craft of plotting it right because uh, it obviously cannot stay in the mind beyond very uh very broad strokes strokes. but when you start putting down uh, you know pen to paper so to say uh you want to keep those things in mind but you also want Mm -hmm. to uh you know uh, work through those uh, through those finer points how does one in practice go about it? Is there a you know pen and paper technique? Is there some tool one can use? Is there some plotting advice? Uh, what would you suggest?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the difference between a short story and a and a full, and a book is really nothing except kind of words you're I mean that's it. It's a pace issue. It's still exactly a roller coaster. It's exactly representing those those and those valleys, crests, you know, zenith and nadir, whatever you want to think of, right? So it's just basically expanded. It's like an accordion. If my story is very short, let's say, I mean, you can rubble about one. way. I think uh, James Joyce rather famously wrote that I personally have not read because it's like incomprehensible called Ulysses, right? So we're not a, it's not an issue of time at all. It's an issue of pace and what we're emphasizing. But the simple uh, the, uh, Abhinav, the way to think is that the tension is the story, the release is the B story. And... We can do it however we want, but one of, one of the examples that I go to pretty often is a Bonnie. Bonnie and Clyde's story is Bonnie's story, as far as I'm concerned. She's the one who wants to um, get, be respected and not treated like, her, you know, like a poor person who, you know, not to respect. She thinks that the way to find that respect is to get money. Have the ace, story is getting money, that's achieving. She's get what she feels that she needs, and that's the A story. And it, we can also think of it as an eternal story, the story of Bonnie and Clyde between Bonnie and Clyde. So, as just as an example, when they go to rob a bank, I'm tense. Having a picnic, you know, and just each other, blah blah blah. I'm also kind of tense, but not in not the same tension. So that's a release of the that you know, um, accution in the A story more personal. Sometimes we think about it, uh, a lot of uh, you know, the ma- Mahabharata is there's a lot of a war story and the home, right? The physical story and the animal story, those are all various ways that we can about how we end up plotting those two lines of argument. Both of escalate and this. I don't have for how to plot it, but the idea of chiasmus, which you might be familiar with, so chiasmus has one way and the other goes. So that's the chiasmus pattern. If we look at it here, the A story begins up here as dominant and the B story is down here as less dominant, right? So for Bonnie, she really wants money. As we move along, what we find is they reverse in dominance. The love story becomes more dominant. Getting money becomes unimportant. In the end, in the end, in kind a of reversal of those two. So she, feels she wants money, but what we find at the end is she needed or needs love. Right, that's a love and money. Does that make a little sense? If I, so I use a program, I use a program called Scrivener, which is a writing program. It's a very you program. You use it also?
0: I, yes, uh, for the longest time, I, I, I avoided using any such tool, but uh. For uh, my second book, I found myself completely lost in trying to stitch together, you know, different elements of the plot. And uh, I tried Scrivener. Uh, it comes with a very, very generous 30-day trial. And the good thing is, it's not a 30-day contiguous trial. But you can use it once a day uh, every week, and it will. The trial will run for 50 weeks. And it is in. It is fairly fairly cheap also to buy in. Uh, in, in India, if you buy it, it will cost roughly, after it, and you can get enough uh, online discount coupons uh, 20, 25% discount. And I think it costs about 3,200, 3,300 rupees for a perpetual license. So I think it's uh, an investment well worth the money. I have uh, been using it now for a couple of months or a little longer, I think, and I
1: absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. So, so another way to think about that i'll take my scrivener program you know i can i know how stories move basically you know pretty well at this point i can go outline the basic the the larger movements that i need to achieve and i can figure out doing it so that's one so like i i do this beginning middle and end the middle is actually as long as the beginning and and that. So it's actually divided into fourths. So I do think of that. I think of the emotional transitions that I have to achieve between the beginning and the middle. About the emotional transition I have to achieve. Remember the Chiasmus pattern? I think of that essential reversal right middle, where basically we understand in a sense that the is that is that the first argument has been lost and we're now going to something deeper and more for example in the chiasmus pattern the middle of that story with Bonnie would be um they Bonnie and Clyde have just made the biggest heist they've ever made and money up in the air right and it's coming down on them right we have that scene we've all right and uh, and they've achieved basically set out to it they have only possibly- explicitly Abhinav, I know you know the answer to this already. So what do they do? They rob one. Bank. So it's not about money more, right? So anyway, if I'm if I'm in my Scribner file I'll up the beginning, so I can I set the first part of the two and resolution. So that's one set. Then I also think the A story and B story. So I'm going to try and have in the first paragraph, I'm gonna try and establish both the A and the B story. The story is the conflict, externalized conflict, this character versus antagonist. But the B story is an internal conflict, right? That's the emotional conflict, desire for love, the desire for acceptance, to be able, feeling necessary, whatever it is. A I want to set up a thing. I also want to make the commitment to the following action. What is the character going to do to get what they want? Um, and then I go through a process of going through both the A B story, the actual struggle and the internal struggle. For however long it takes, <laughs> or Abhinav, it depends. You know, do I want to write a short story and be done with it in a month, or do I want to write an HBO series? Correct, correct. No one's that. No, no one's that. So that hasn't been an option. So yeah, I think. Uh,
0: uh, but. That you made that a tool can help, I think, is something that people should uh, should look into because it's not as if you know you take the tool and immediately you'll see the output or the or or or, you know uh, advantages in the next book. Of course, it'll help, but I think over a period of time, it will help streamline and improve the writing process itself. I suppose.
1: Yeah, and I so I think script very a very good tool, but I would personally like to emphasize because I'm a very process oriented writer. I emphasize these ideas of tension and release, but not evolution, right? So when they're having a there's sexual tension there, as bad as guns flying, right? As the bank, but they're still so we're going from one into another kind of tension, to another tension to so it release, or we want to call it, but that relation of those moods, creating theater. Mirror, Madhavi, I would say to you, all they mirror the mirror notions that we also have when we write. So we want to write things that create that conflict, that external conflict, They should make us tense. We should those moments of release with some, you know, attention, but it's still dealing with things that are very important. In fact, it's important that they're actually gonna ride the important end of the story. Family issues, love and connection. These are the these are the subject story. Um, things that we tend to, we think that, let's say, I would go back to Bonnie, we think that money is so important. What do we find out at the end? That those, the thing to think of the story is the material story and the B story is the virtual story. Think of it. So, um,
3: yeah. Uh, I had a, uh query here like um, how do I put it Uh, you said that uh, the story is driven by the characters actions in order to achieve something right but here I mean the antagonistic forces and all it is out of her control I mean whatever happens on the battlefield is totally out of her control so all she can do is express herself
1: in terms, of in terms of action. If, if it's out of her control, right? So basically, so what happens when we say something is out of control? Now we're getting into some deeper philosophical issues, perhaps. But when, the, when we say that our protagonist has no control over what's happening, right? So it's what they do one way or another. Events, then they're be a victim of the world at large. Unfortunately, uh, this is again, I'm not a story here uh, necessarily. I'm just saying, in general, that would not be a story because remember the principle that, oh, I just make this stuff up, right? Because I have this principle that to protect the protect and forces must be equal. If they are not equal, then the outcome is pretty And the essential driver of the story is what is going to happen. That's the essential driver. If I, I we, we don't have a, we share a common sport, but like, dead, like Cub Scout, little kids playing an American football team. That's not a story. I know what's going to happen. They're going to get crushed, right? That's a little like the protagonist that has no ability to influence their world. I, however, think never really the story. We have to find the story. The story must be driven by character act, and you must you must see the form of protagonism and and is some differently than you're seeing them right now. In order to produce that, in order to produce a story out of this. So in this
3: situation, uh, I don't know if that
1: makes sense.
3: Sorry, uh, in this situation, she is basically torn between her loyalty towards her husband and her love for her cousin. Right. So there has to be some scope for emotions, and her she herself exploring, you know. Her own uh, uh, emotions regarding those two. So we need to go to go into the flashback. There have to be some no, no, I'm, I'm... <laughs> right
1: I disallow, I disallow it. I disallow it. I force you to. How much would you give to grammar. such scenes? Well, so what did you need to what? What I will suggest, right, I agree with you that it's not here right now. You have put me into her view, but we do not have a story that's driven by character action. I want us to have a very extensive notion about what character action may or may not be. It's even including thought, for example. It's including pictures. It's including everything that we both do and don't do. Actions are also what we do not do. Right, that's also oh. an action. Mm-hmm. I think I told the long story of being at the bar stool getting involved in a fight. That's kind of character. So yeah. so um, try to identify what does she and what are the forces that are. Her. Is this a, is this a situation in which does she accept her powerlessness? Because it's a story about acceptance of powerlessness. That's, she wants to be, ha, she wants to have some kind of influence, but the forces of antagonism tell her that she cannot. That's a conflict. Where does, okay. I think it's good not to really work outcome. The ideal story is because we like in this case, it's a historical story, right? So in a sense, we know what the outcome is, but kind of deal with why have we arrived at that outcome? Was the dynamic process that has led us to this? That's what you're trying to investigate. So this might be a story of a woman who wakes up and she wakes up and she's like, I've heard this. What can I do to resolve this conflict that I have? Now she's going to go through steps and she's going to, and a story is a, a story of try, right? Protect, try something, try what they want. They do not get it. They fail. And then they try to do something else, and they fail. They try to do something else, and actually, as I've said before, the issue, the protagonists and antagonists, doesn't with beating either. it is a merger of the two. Forces. It meant it the of one of me against the world. Ends with me, the world, and I think it's a little bit where your story. Is I mean, this is that is the nature of story. Story is transformation. We see ourselves as being an antagonistic relationship with the world, and where we end is seeing ourselves in a kind of I'm going to say harmony, but I don't mean, you know. Harmony doesn't mean it's all knighthood. Harmony with the world. That's the transformative process of the story. So Madhavi, well, you have to think about you know, what are the actions. actions. Sometimes the actions are robbing a bank. Sometimes the actions are setting up the uh setting up the, the dinner table so that the the is on the wrong side of the tray for you know that's also an action it's up to us to find the action everything is an action every gesture is an of character raising the eyebrow <laughs> is an action of character so we have to find the struggle it doesn't matter if we i on something you know and what might seem minor in comparison to a huge battle that matter because we're trying to de- frame the human struggle as a character acting against the world and that's where you're going to have to use your nation and your in and, you know your knowledge of all, all of your understanding of human nature you're gonna to have to have to bear on this character and depict it. Yeah. Easy. I'll take it forward from here. <laughs> let's see how it works. Out. Uh, I better, uh, Sorella, let, Let's, uh, your piece. Hello. Yes. Uh, Sorella,
4: are you? Yes. 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 I'm there. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good.
1: <laughs> i doing, doing good. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about this. About the um, I want. Uh, did I look at it up here already?
4: So this is a, a character from Mahabharat, and I had written for a contest actually, and also uh, this uh, she uh, he, she is a demoness and also wife of Bhim. But she did not get uh, the kind of respect a uh, wife should in a royal family. She was asked to, you know, it, it was a kind of deal set up during the marriage that you can marry me, but you, she would not get any uh, place in the royal family. So this is her her emotion, her sacrifice. Uh,
1: and, but she took it
4: very uncomplainingly, actually.
1: And she's it's a Raksha, how do you say it's, that yeah, the it, type it, of like uh, We call it
4: Raksha, yeah. So it's a female, demonist.
1: I'll, demon, I'll lo-
4: female demon, sorry, yeah. I
1: love it. I, I love it. It it reminds me that, you know, like, you have like the, the Baba Yaga is like that, you know, the female mother demon, uh, so yeah. great. Um Thank I love the character that I'll lay sacrifice you know in uh, in the Greek in Greek plays a little bit like Medea is like that you know Medea is sort of this demon mm-hmm. figure who then finally I mean I love the story of Medea he kills her children in order to unify herself with Jason um so I love this character and I think you do a nice job get a point of view of this character, Cinderella. Makes me worry thank about you, a little bit. No, I'm thank kidding. You so That's much. a joke. That's a joke. Oh. Um, oh, okay. I think you do a great job imagining her. the The thing that uh, I think you have to turn your imagination a little bit because right now the actions of this character. Are don't don't really make sense, right? So like as I read it, so she's, she's she has a brother who's also a demon. Is, she goes and she sees Bishma, and basically the guy has some you know hard guns, you know, you yes. know he's looking good. He's looking good, and she's just like, I I do I'm that like, that. That's like, um, I do a little bit more work on that dramatic transition, you know? So like, we, you know, to me, we have to think about what, what motivates her and we can't think about her motivations as being somehow sort of weirdly worldly, she's a demon. We have to think about them being understandable by beings. Um, they're not. This I think anyway. We don't want to have um, a kind of demon. We can't identify with a demon. It seems to act irrationally from our point of view. What it means is I think that the story is completely legitimate, but the works we can understand it. So it's going to be something. Basically, what she does. She's allied with her brother in one kind of relationship. She sees uh, am I saying that right? I hope I hope I had that right. So she sees Bushma and something happens in that. Right now, the way you it is basically got guns and he's looking good, and that's all it takes. But I don't think enough for her. We think and think about it for yourself. If you came and you had a brother, and you saw some dude that was looking good, you know that was going to—I don't really turn around and say, "Well, I'm going to kill you for you." I don't really would. So you have to try and think about what makes that possible. To me, it, dramatically, it's probably something like this, and I'm just my imagination. Obviously, you have to use yours, but. Relationship with the brother has kind of relationship. It's not that she understands bad, but it's it's understands it as the relationship she knows. Right? So so in a sense, she tolerates it. She tolerates it because she doesn't know any better. It's life as she knows it, has a relationship with her brother. Right. But then somehow she sees Bishma and interacts with Bhishma. And there's something else that she finds, she sees a different kind of life possible, right? This is, and I think this is very true of a human being, right? It's right to act. She sees a different kind of life possible for herself. And so we have to see what that, when she sees Bhishma, in a sense, we have to see. What she sees? Does that make sense? And I don't just mean that he's a hunk. I mean that uh, yeah, he yeah. represents a he represents a different kind of to her. Right, right. So much so that so much so basically makes a choice to commit to that life, which she also understands means a complete severing from the life that she has led. Right, that can only be accomplished really through the brother, right? So we have to transition just more, th- more thoroughly. So it means, I sometimes talk about this as like digging in, but I think we have to dig into these relationships so that we can see that transition. We have to see it for what it is. That's basically the before. We have to see what she imagines is possible. And then say, right, as it turns, out, what she imagines is not necessarily gonna be the, the case, right? She's right. not gonna be respected, she's not gonna be, she's she's gonna be a demon in in this other society, but she is to join the human society, right? That's what the story right. is about.
4: Right. Because
1: right. she sees something in human beings that she aspires to. Later we will realize that she really can't make that transition. She's always going to be held to her past and who she is. You know, she can't, anyway, but that's for now. It's the brother, relationship with the brother, whatever that is, exploitive, uh, difficult, whatever that relationship is, what she sees possible, and then her action, her commitment basically to that. I think it's a great.
4: Thank you so much. Uh, actually, I tried to uh, place it that this way that uh, he, this uh, demon was in uh, in uh, agreement with her, with her brother before, but later she turns against her own a lot, and then she has faced later in the story she faced the consequences of it as well. So it it's a pretty long story actually but uh, i was trying to put a small part of it i wish i could show you the entire story but it's huge it's eight thousand words
1: (laughs) well just well it sounds like you're on the right but i'm just saying to juxtapose basically a reality of her world and in a sense when she sees bishma a fantasy of what her could be right then her action that's i mean that's what we have with Bishma, it is a fantasy and will not be realized. We'll find out, but we should right. we should understand that this is this is actually people act. This is uh, um, it's the fashion of our consumer culture, right? You know, I I'm I'm feel, I, I live this life, but I live this, you know this mm-hmm. special new improved detergent. I see it, and I imagine my world be transformed and life is easy. So I keep buying it. And I find out. Well, I still have a lot of dirty laundry. Right. (laughs) Um, I love demon cares. the The issue with our demons is to make them so human. That's the issue. Make them so human, so sympathetic. Um. Go back to the Medea story. Dia is treated, you know, sort of and not not in the play itself, but sort of in our media, we think of her as this horrible person, demon. But you know, I, I always, I feel so empathetic for her plight. You know, she's trying to do everything for Jason. I might, I might have messed that up. I think it's Jane, And you might have a similar question here. You know, with with uh right. with the women. She's willing to do anything for him. And look how she's repaid. Right. You
4: know? Yeah, she sacrificed everything for the for the family, but she did not get anything from her, but she accepted it like in total. And yeah. I really want to bring that out uh for That's the a, character.
1: It's a great story. Um so this is a this is a great start on it, Zarela. I really Enjoyed it.
4: Thank you. And uh, thank you for your feedback. It has always helped me always so much. So much.
1: Great. Right. I'm glad. Um, okay, thank okay.
4: And uh, I'll rework yeah, it at next Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. i just seeing it again. So that's
0: uh, uh, the three pieces that you had, uh, Otis, right? Uh, And we have covered them. So uh, folks, we will see you next time. And please do send in your pieces and uh, uh, feel free to drop off. And uh, Otis, Aditi, and Shivu and I, you know, we'll be talking about uh, the anthology pieces. I'm going to stop recording now and have a good day.
3: Thank you. Thank you.